And once again, welcome back to the Joey P Show. How's everyone doing out there? I'm your man, Joey P. And today what I'm going to do is a little tutorial on how to be a customer in a restaurant or bar. That's right. Here today, I'm going to go over a few things that you, as a customer or patron or guest, whatever you want to call yourself, should not do while dining or partying, hanging out at a bar or restaurant. My first tip to all you wannabe amateur food and restaurant critics is if you happen to be starving, say you've had a long day and you haven't eaten and you're just dying, you can't wait to eat anything. You're going to pass out if you don't eat soon. You're just famished. Do us all a favor and don't go to a busy, packed restaurant, okay? If you're starving, do not go to a packed place, all right? Go get some fast food, get a snack at a gas station or convenience store, or go someplace that is relatively empty or slower and you'll be able to eat sooner. Because nobody wants to hear you complain, moan, get angry because you're starving and the wait is taking too long, all right? It's packed. It's busy. They have things to do. There's other customers there. You're not first and foremost. It's your problem that you're starving, not theirs. So that's just the first tip. Don't go there starving. You can go there hungry. Sure. Get some appetizers, you know, get something to eat. Start you off. Don't go starving. If you're like dying, don't go there and then cause a problem because the wait is too long and you start complaining to the people there that how hungry you are, well, don't go there. If you go in and they say the wait is 45 minutes and then you have to sit down and then it's going to be another 15 or whatever minutes before you order because it's packed and then it's going to be another half hour before food ends up on your table. but you're looking at an hour and a half before you get anything in your stomach from the moment you walk in the door. So don't go there. Don't go there. Don't make it everyone else's problem that you're starving, okay? It's not their problem. It's yours. So that's that's the first tip, all right? Just don't do it, right? Another thing when it's a really busy and packed place, and just take a look around, right? Just gander around the dining room. Take a look at the bar. If it's full, if there's people everywhere, know that it's going to take a little bit for you to get your order, all right? Just off the top of my head real quick, just want to throw that out there. Busy and packed places, don't expect, you know, you to order something and for it to show up in five minutes. A drink should, sure, five minutes from when you ordered it, not five minutes from when you walked in the door. If it's packed, you know, you have to make your way to the bar, but you should get it in a reasonable amount of time. But as far as food goes, man, if you're starving or if the place is packed, don't expect it to just show up magically, that they're just going to take your ticket and put it to the front and be like, oh, this person's starving or whatnot. And that brings me to another thing. Again, if it's packed, if it's busy, even if it's not for the most part, it's just common courtesy, but especially if it's packed and busy in a, in a bar or restaurant, when is your time to order? Know what the fuck you want to order, especially if you've just been sitting there or standing there waiting for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you should already know what you want, right? Don't have the bartender come over to you or the, the server and they get there and you're like, um, mm, hmm, and you don't know. Another thing to do. Don't 
start texting or have a conversation with someone. Like if it's busy, the person who's taking your order has a lot of things to do. They don't have time for you to dilly dally around order, get the job done, know what you want, move on with your lives. And that goes for a bar too. If it's packed, man, if, if you're in a crowded bar and everyone's partying and having a great time and you're standing at the bar waiting to get a drink, right? And you've been standing there doing all your stupid things that will get you ignored by the bartender, not served quicker, like slapping the bar, snapping your fingers, all that dumb shit or yelling. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No one cares, right? They're just going to ignore you at that point and it's going to make the wait longer. So that's another tip. Don't do any of the flailing of the arms and the snapping of the fingers or hitting the bar or shouting. That's That just gets you left there. You're not getting any service at that point. So there's a tip. Just wait patiently. Hold out some money. You know, people with money in their hand, cash in their hand, they're coming right to you because that's why they're there. They're there to make cash. But know what you want to order. All right. Don't have them because everyone's just like wild animals. It's like the United Nations when they show up in Africa and they start throwing those bags of rice and grain over there. Everyone's running up to and trying to grab some food because they're dying. Pack bars the same place. Everyone's trying to get their drink, trying to get their drink, trying to get their drink. Bartenders are moving as fast as they can. They're like, you, you, making drinks, bang, 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 bang. They get to you. Uh, you don't know. You know what happens at that point? They point to the person next to you and they move on. And now you wait another 15 minutes to figure out what you should have done in the first 15 minutes. Know what you want to drink. And order it all at once. If you're ordering for five people, don't be like uh, Bud Light. And then they go and get a beer to get the Bud Light. They bring it back and you're like, and now I need a, a vodka soda. Order it all at once. Because then they come back and you're like, yeah, and, and can I also get a Long Island iced tea? Just tell them straight up. You're like, I need two Bud Lights, a vodka soda, a vodka cranberry, and a Jack Coke. Boom. Bam. All at once. Tell them all at once. Everything you want to order, do it all at once. If you're ordering for five people, order all five drinks at one time. Don't do it one at a time as they bring one drink back and then order another one. Don't be that fucking person. Know what you want to order and order it all at once. The whole order, not one by one, all at once. Same with food. Order. Know what you want to order. And when they bring you your food, you ask them, say you get, we're going to go cheap here. Say you get a thing of buffalo wings, right? They're bringing out, you ask them, hey, can I get another thing of blue cheese or ranch or whatever? They go and get it. They come back. When they come back, you ask them, oh, can I get uh, some more celery too? Just fucking ask for it all at once. Don't have people going back and forth, back and forth for you. All right? Know what you got to order. Order it. Get it out of the way. All right? Or else you just, you can, and then don't get mad. You know what I mean? You're slowing everything else down. At that point, you're just, you're slowing down everyone else's night, not just the people who work there, but the other customers who are trying to get stuff and enjoy themselves. You're being the douchebag that's fucking that up for everyone. So just know what you want to order, right? Know it, get it done, get it out of the way, move on with your lives. Another thing, when you're at a bar or a nightclub or whatever you're doing, don't walk up to a bartender and tell them it's your birthday. Even worse, don't tell them it's your friend's birthday. Like, people constantly will come up to a bartender and say, it's my friend's birthday today. It's her birthday. Awesome. 
Happy birthday. What do you want me to do about it? I hope you're having a good time. Happy birthday. What can I get for you? But doesn't she get anything for free? I don't know. You tell me. When it's my birthday and I go to a supermarket or I go to a store in the mall or I, I go to any store, a car dealership, do I walk in and say, hey, it's my birthday. What do I get for free? Where in the world does that work? It's my birthday. Can I get something for free? No, you can't get anything for free. This is a business. We're trying to make money here. We're not here to give you free shit because it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you for celebrating here. Hope you're having a great time. Why don't you buy your friend a drink? It's your friend's birthday. I don't know that person. That's your friend. You buy them a drink. Why am I buying the person I don't know a drink? Because it's their birthday. It's not my fault. You're a shitty friend. Maybe for their birthday, that person should get better freaking friends. Because you're a cheap, shitty friend. It's your friend's birthday. You buy them a drink. I don't have to give them anything for free. That's your friend, not mine. I tell you, I tell you, these fucking people out there. Another classic, don't do. Don't order from a barback, a busboy, or a food runner, especially if they don't look like they're from this country. Listen, if it's someone who is not from this country originally, don't order from them. Seriously, don't order from a barback, busboy, or a food runner. Nine times out of 10, you're not going to get your order. You know why? Because they don't speak English. And if they do, they don't really understand what you're saying to them because they don't really understand English very well. So don't order from them. Don't get mad that your drink never showed up at the table. I ordered a drink five minutes ago and it never got here. Well, you didn't order from me. Who'd you order from, sir? Uh, That guy right there. Yeah, that guy doesn't speak English. He's wiping tables and picking up dishes. Why are you ordering from him? Order from your waiters. Order from your servers. Order from your bartenders. The guy who's carrying glass racks behind a pack bar, don't order from him. One, he's got a lot of shit to do at that point. He's getting glasses. He's changing kegs. He's getting liquor, bringing ice. He don't have time to do your drink order, especially since he doesn't understand what the fuck you're saying to him. Don't order from people who don't speak English and then get angry when your order doesn't get filled. Simple. And especially if you're in a restaurant at a table, you know what your waiter looks like. You know who the waiters are. Other waiters order from a different waiter. Don't order from the person who doesn't speak English and then get mad because your order doesn't show up. They don't know what you said to them. Like, seriously, ignorance, idiots. God, and don't tell everyone that you know the owner or the manager. That's another thing. Don't sit down and be like, I know the owner. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. What do you want me to do about it? Nine times out of 10, they don't even really know the owner. Nine times out of 10, the owner played on their uncle's softball team. That's how they know him. He plays softball with their uncle. They don't know him. It's not like the guy's coming over their house or the lady's coming over their house for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Nine times out of 10, the owner doesn't even know who you are. They probably know a relative of yours or a friend or a friend of a friend. They, there's a small connection like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon to that owner, but you don't know him. You can say, hey, I have six degrees of Kevin Bacon with the owner. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, you probably do. But don't tell me you, you know him when you really don't. Second, here's another tip for you. 
I'm going to just throw this out there on the universe. When you go into a restaurant, right? You're an adult for the most part. You know, you've spent some time with yourself over the years, learning, figuring out, you know, what you like to eat or what you like to drink. Now, I, I understand asking for a recommendation. That's, that's fine. But don't bank on it. You know, don't go in and be like, what's good here? Uh, what's the most popular dishes? What do you, uh, the, 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 the one that blows me away is, what do you like best here? First off, let's just dissect this real quick. First off, we all have different taste buds, right? There's this thing called individuality of the human race. At least I think there is. I mean, I look around a lot of places I've worked at, especially in a certain state that I won't mention, but everyone pretty much is the same exact person. It's quite frightening up there. It's kind of, you know, that whole state is kind of like a Stephen King book, like the village of the dam where they go in the classroom and all the kids look alike. That's this place in the state, but that's neither here nor there. My point is, I personally, I don't like fish. I don't know why. Born that way. I don't like seafood. It makes me, I find it disgusting. But you might like fish. So how am I supposed to give you a proper recommendation of what I like when what I like and what you like are probably two different, complete different things, right? You can ask them, well, what do you like? I love seafood. Do you have any lobster? And that's the thing. We probably like totally different things, you know? So don't ask me what I like here. I mean, you can, but like, come on, make up your own mind. You know what you like. Also, don't. what does everybody order here? Or what's good here? Uh, nothing. It all sucks. It's disgusting. What do you mean, what's good here? What am I? Everything's good here. You know, if you get an answer outside of everything's good here, then that person should be fired. But then you can say, well, everything's good here. And then he's looking at you like, oh, but like, what's specific? Like, what's really good? Like, what's delicious? I'm like really in the mood for something delicious. And, you know, you tell them, you can tell them like what the, what you're known for. Like if the place is known for something, you'd be like, well, it's this, this, and this. Oh, but I don't eat meat. Well, why didn't you fucking tell me that from the beginning before I even started this whole recommendation thing that I didn't want to do in the first place because as individuals, we all like different things. But I digress. A recommendation is one thing. Having the person plan your entire meal for you is another. That person is not there to plan out your whole dinner. All right. That's on you as an adult, as a responsible adult. If you can you know you do, figure it out, narrow it down to a few things, ask maybe a question or two about one of those things. And then maybe they can help you land on something from there. But even there, you could be like, well, I, I don't know if I want uh, the lobster or if I want the uh, swordfish. And at that point, you know, I'm like, well, I hate both of those things. So I can't really help you with that. So what do you want me to do for you? You know, you got to be able to you know, know what you like. You're an adult. You've spent plenty of time with yourself. I'm sure you know what you like. Drinks. What's good? Um, I like beer. 
What kind of beer do you have? Well, we have all of these. Yeah, but are any of those gluten-free? All right. <laughs> gluten. God damn. Gluten. If you've committed to being gluten-free, or if you've made the commitment to being vegan or vegetarian, you should have done the work, the research, and the homework to know what is and is not gluten or gluten-free and what is vegan. You're the experts in it because, God damn it, we all know you never shut the fuck up about it. So if you're always talking about being vegan and being gluten-free and you can't withstand another second without telling someone that you're vegan or gluten-free, then you should already know what is vegan or gluten-free. If you're a vegetarian or you're vegan, don't go to a steakhouse. Don't go to a rib joint and then get upset that there's only meat on the menu. And then ask them, what's a vegan here? Or like, what's a vegetarian dish? It's called salad, all right? It's salad. It's got vegetables in it, some lettuce. You'll have a good time. You should already know that. This is what I can eat. This is what I can't eat, right? Gluten-free. You know, you should know what beer and what liquor is gluten-free. Not a lot of it. So it shouldn't be hard to figure out which ones are which if you do the work and the research for the life commitment that you made. I didn't make a commitment to that. You did. That's not my problem. You figure out what's gluten-free. You figure out what you can and can't drink because gluten is bullshit anyway. <sighs> Son of a bitch. So seriously, don't ask for something fruity, gluten-free, because it's not going to happen. All right? I want a beer but I need it to be gluten-free. Well, hmm. Most beer is made with what? Hops. Barley. Wheat. Kind of gluten. Beer is made from gluten. So, what are your options at that point? Do the research. Ciders, sure. Some vodkas out there. But there's not a lot, so you should already know. So, and if you have to tell that the person, the bartender or, or the server that you're gluten-free or you're vegan, just leave it at that. Don't go into a whole spiel how you, you came, you saw the light and your, your life journey to becoming a vegan. Like, I don't give a shit about what documentary you saw on Netflix on what they were killing and how they were killing it. I don't give a shit. I like meat. I'm going to eat meat to the day I die. I don't care what's on Netflix. I don't care what documentary you saw. I don't care what your journey was to get to the vegan lifestyle that you're in. I don't have time for that right now. I'm working. I got other people to take care of. All right. I don't need to hear about your lifestyle, your journey to the vegan gluten-free world. All right. I like gluten. I'm Italian. I like bread. End the story. I'm going to eat bread to the day I die. Love bread. Carbs. Awesome. Pasta. Totally. Gluten-free pasta. Go fuck yourself. It's not even pasta. Don't even. It's sacrilege. It's heresy. I don't even want to hear about gluten-free fucking pasta. Kick you in the freaking mouth. Sorry I had to use harsh language, but I don't want to hear about that. But if you're going to go to these places that you know serve only meat, don't get upset. Don't give them a hard time. And don't waste their time with your story on your journey. All right? Do the research. Learn what you can and can't eat. 
If there's a specific thing you're looking at and you want to know, you're not sure if it's in there, then ask. But for the most part, you know what you can eat and you can't eat. You don't need any help with that. So just order your food. You're an adult. Do the research if you're going to take that lifestyle change and become vegan and gluten-free. And don't make it everyone else's problem. That's your problem, not mine. Now, again, it's a busy joint. It's full. It's people everywhere. You can look around. You can see that. You order a drink. A minute goes by. Now another minute. It's two minutes. You start huffing and puffing. Call the waiter over. You start bitching and moaning and complaining that you didn't get your drink. You say, I've been waiting for 15 minutes. No, you haven't. Don't exaggerate wait times. If you've really been waiting that long, that's one thing. Nine times out of 10, people always add to the time that they've been waiting. I've been standing here for 45 minutes. No, actually it was 15 minutes, but cool. You know, 45, 15, I can see how you easily got that mixed up. Don't exaggerate your wait time. Second, there's timestamps on those machines when they order stuff. It's not like flow at the diner, just writing it on a piece of paper and sticking in that metal turnstile that flies around. It's all, it's all digital now. It's all computerized. They put something in. It gives the time right there when it goes in. You can print it out, look at the time, be like, no, actually, this went in a minute ago. It didn't go in 10 minutes ago. Calm down. Relax. Try talking to the people you're with. You know, put your phone down. Put your phone down. That brings me to another, another point. People have covered this before. This isn't going to be anything new. But when you go into a bar, don't ask them for a phone charger. Don't go up to the bartender and say, oh, excuse me, do you have a phone charger behind the bar that I can like use? My phone's going to die. All right, there's a few things here about asking for a phone charger. Let's, let's get into this real quick. First off, you're in a bar. There's 100 people around, 50, 100, 150. If you're lucky, this place is jammed. There's 200 plus people around you, all hanging out, drinking, having a good time. Socializing. What is the purpose of a bar? To socialize with the people that are in the bar. All right. If you're in a bar and the whole time your face is stuffed in your phone and then you're complaining to your, to people the next day or you're, you're on social media writing stupid things about how you're single and always going to be alone, and you can, I can't find anyone. Well, because when you're in public social settings, you're not interacting with people. You're looking in your phone, probably at social media, looking at what other people are fucking doing while you should be doing something. So... That's the first part. Put the phone down. If it goes dead, what's really going to happen? Huh? I mean, who's really calling you that's of any importance to like the, the existence of mankind? None. But what's really important to like your life? Who's really calling you? Nobody. Nobody's calling you. Most likely they're at the place you're at. But there's nothing important. Enjoy, enjoy the moment. Live in the moment. Forget the phone. If it dies, it dies. You charge it later. How many times... And you know who you are. Did your phone die? Been dead for like 20, 30 minutes. You freaked out. Freaked out. Thinking you were missing the world. Everything's happening and no one, I'm not going to be able to find out. 
you plug the phone in, it recharges, it turns back on. There's no messages. No one sent you a text. No one called you. It's not that big of a deal. Charge it later. Or here's another thing you can do. They sell them everywhere. Buy a portable charger. Put it in your pocket or pocketbook. Purse, ladies. You got all kinds of other shit flipping around in there. Buy a portable charger. All right. One, I don't have time to charge your phone. Two, something happens to your phone back there. I'm not being held responsible. And three, I just don't feel like giving you a charger. Nine times out of ten, when I tell you I don't have a charger back here, guess what? My phone's charging at that moment with the charger that I do have back there. So anytime a bartender tells you they don't have a charger behind the bar, here's a little inside tip. They have a charger. They just don't want to give it to you. Sorry. Charge your own phone on your own time. And here's the coup de gras. <laughs> it's 2017. The iPhone fucking 8 about to come out. This has happened too. Don't go and ask them if they have an iPhone 4 charger behind the bar. Like, it's not 2009 anymore. You know? No one's using an iPhone 4 charger in at least five plus years. Don't ask them if they have an iPhone 4 charger. Because they don't. So charge your own phone. Because even if they have a charger, they're going to lie to you and tell you they don't. And it's really not our problem. You know, socialize, talk to people. Maybe you'll actually meet someone. We'll have to stop annoying everyone on social media about how shitty your life is and your stupid inspirational quote memes about one day. Yeah, one day, try taking your face out of your phone and interacting with people. It might change your life. So don't do that. And don't ask anyone to hold your jacket, purse, anything. See that room over there? It's called the coat check. They'll hold your jacket. I'm not holding your fucking jacket. Or you know what? Don't wear a jacket. Why are you even wearing a jacket? All right? Just don't ask for that to happen. Now, here's another thing to have. And I'm going to tell you, don't be this person. How many times have anyone who's worked in the hospitality industry seen a customer order something to eat? Eat three quarters of the dish, maybe even the whole dish. Order a drink. Drink the whole thing. And then once they're done, complain that there was something wrong with it. If you didn't like the dish, the food, why did you eat the whole thing? If you didn't like the drink, why did you drink the whole thing? Don't tell people after you've already eaten the whole damn plate or drank the whole drink that there was something wrong with it and that you want to take it off the check. I'm, I'm not paying for this. This was undercooked and it was chewy and it just made me disgusted. It was so bad. And you look down and you're like, what's so bad? It's all gone. What was so bad about it that you freaking inhaled the whole thing? Or this drink had like no liquor in it. It was just gross. I didn't like it. You drank the whole thing. I didn't, don't order a martini or, you know, don't watch a TV show and think it's cool to order a Manhattan or an old fashioned or give me bourbon. Don't order bourbon and scotch because you saw it on a TV show or a movie and then sip it and be like, oh, that's disgusting. I can't drink this. Listen, martinis don't taste good. There's are specific, you know, group of people who drink martinis because they like that. But the general public, especially younger, it's just pure vodka or pure gin. You're not going to like it. So don't order it. No going in. And if you do, you know, bite the bullet. It's not on the establishment's, you know, 
priority list to replace that drink for you free of charge because you ordered something that was disgusting and you didn't like it. And then even worse, don't order it, drink the whole thing, and then say you didn't like it and want it for free. Same with your food. All right. If there's something wrong with it, let them know right away. You know, it's undercooked. Okay. Maybe they can fix that. This is too spicy. Okay. Understandable. You know, you don't like it, tell them right away and, you know, give the plate back. Don't eat the entire plate and then complain about it. And don't drink the entire drink and then complain about it. Just don't do that. It makes no sense. If it was so disgusting, why did you eat or drink it? So don't be that person. Do us all a favor. Now, moving forward, the next thing. Don't complain about the price of something. Know where you are, all right? First off, like what town, city, area, geographical region of the planet that you're in. Some places, prices are more than others. That's just how it goes. It goes for everything in that area, you know? Houses are more, gas is more, food is more, you know? Things cost more in certain places than they do in others. Also, things cost more in bars and restaurants than they do in a supermarket or a convenience store, gas station, liquor store, whatever you want to go to. I don't know what your rules are for your state. But don't go to a bar and be like, how much is a beer, your cheapest beer? Um, $5. Oh, my God. I can get a whole six-pack for 5 bucks. Well, guess what, dude? You're in a bar. You're not in a store. Yeah, you can get it cheaper in the store. So go to the store and buy six of them. But you're in a bar, all right? And second, I don't make the prices here. You know, the, the person working there, the bartender or the waitress or waiter, they don't set prices. Don't start complaining to them and have them explain to you why it's that much. They don't make the prices. They just sell the stuff. They just work there. Talk to someone else about it. But most importantly, know that you're in a restaurant or a bar and it's going to be more expensive. Just like when you go to an airport, it's like $14 for a tuna sandwich or you're at a baseball game or a football game. It's like 10 bucks a beer. Okay, I can get two six packs of this for 10 bucks. Well, you're in a baseball game. The price is going to be more. Just deal with it. If you can't afford to go and drink there, then don't go and drink there. All right? If you can't afford to eat out, don't go and eat out. All right? Don't skim on a tip because you're cheap because you don't have the money. All right? Don't and don't sit at the table the whole time acting like it's kind of hot shot bowler, play a pimp, and then freak out because the price is too much, and then don't tip because you're a cheap person. All right. Service was bad, fine. Don't tip. It's good. You know, if you're just not financially able to, understandable, but you know, perhaps go to Applebee's instead of, you know, a fine dining restaurant. Just, you know, it's just how it goes, you know, society's society, you know. But don't complain about prices, you know. If it's a steak and it's $40 or it's a fish, it's $40, $50. That's what it is, you know. Things, finer things cost more. Don't complain to them. Oh, my God, I can't believe it's that much. Well, maybe you shouldn't be here. Sorry to say that. Sounds shitty, but they don't set the prices, you know. It's bought for a certain amount. It's sold for a certain amount. That's just how it goes in that business. That's how it goes in all business, you know. Profit margins, you know, cost. It's just how it is. Don't complain about it. And don't complain about the price of beer. 
that you can get it cheaper somewhere in a convenience store. Like, no shit, asshole. Why don't you go get yourself a six-pack then and have a good night? And most importantly, the last thing I'm going to cover real quick. First, I'm going to let's recap everything real quick. Don't complain about a dish or a drink if you've already eaten or drank the whole thing. Okay, don't exaggerate about your wait times, right? Know your situation. You know what I mean? If it's packed and you're starving, don't go there. If it's packed, don't expect your food to get on the table 10 minutes after you order it. Also, if it's packed, seriously, know your situation. If there's only two of you, don't ask for a booth or a four top if it's packed and then get mad when they can't give it to you. All right. They need every available seat that they have to serve the people who are coming in. There's a wait time. There's a lot of people. There's only two of you, but you want to sit in a booth. You know, it's just, it's not going to happen. It can't happen. And don't get mad if it can't, you know, which brings me to the last thing. But most important thing that drives me nuts. The scourge of the restaurant world. The pure and utter scourge heathens, mongrels, the worst people in the world who go to restaurants. Same side sitters. Holy shit. Don't be a same side sitter. Please, for the love of God, don't be a same side sitter. You are the most annoying people to ever walk inside an establishment in the history of mankind. And that's saying something. But you are. Why do you need to sit next to each other? Are you driving in a car? First off, the whole point, like they have those TV ads that families who eat together, you know, are better or whatever. I don't know what they are, but you talk, right? You have conversation while you're eating. You know what I mean? People interact. You talk. You sit across from each other and you look at each other and you talk to each other. All right, how do you talk to someone sitting next to you? All right, it, it just doesn't work. Second, it looks awkward. Also, it goes to the whole point. Don't ask for a booth. Can we sit in a booth? We want to sit next to each other. Like, it's packed. I can't give you a booth. I need that for that size of parties. I just can't put you two idiot same size sitter brains together in that while people and families wait. That's another thing. You're a same size sitter. Don't, don't get all like frolicky and touchy feely with each other in the booth. You're, you're in public. You're in a restaurant. People are eating. No one wants to see you, you know, holding arms like they lock the arms with each other while they're eating. Like, how fucking stupid is that? No one wants to see that. And there's no need for it. You're the scourge of the world. Just sit across from each other like normal people. Talk. Get to know one another. All right. And don't be lingerers. Same side sitters are always lingerers. They're the ones who are still in the restaurant at midnight when the whole place has been empty for 45 minutes. The only people there are the staff standing there. They've already done all their side work. Everything's clean. Everything's closed. They're all just standing there looking at themselves, looking at the walls while these two same side sitters just sit there, haven't ordered anything in an hour, nothing left on the table, giggling with each other, making out. Don't do that because that's grounds to be tossed and banned forever. Like go somewhere. 
especially like I've seen this in Manhattan in New York City. You're you're in Manhattan. You're in New York City. You've been in this restaurant since 9:30. It's midnight. Take her somewhere. Go somewhere if this is a date. There's so much to do. Why are you still in this restaurant sitting at the same side of each other? And you know, if it's at that point in the night where you feel like it's going your way, go home. You know what I mean? I think you know what I mean. Go to the next stage of your night somewhere else. But seriously, like when you're home, right? You and your significant other sit down for dinner at a table. Do you sit directly next to each other with nothing on three other sides of the table? Just you two up at the table. Now, if it's a countertop and a thing, I don't want to hear that or an island, whatever. I'm talking about an actual table. No, you sit either on the corners or across from each other. You don't sit next to each other like you're on a park bench. You're at a table for dinner. You're eating. It's not a park bench. It's not the driver's seat of a car. It's not the cockpit of an airplane. You know, sit across from each other. Can't stand same side sitters. You're just the scourge of the universe and you should all be exterminated from existence. Stop doing it. It's ignorant. It's obnoxious. No one wants to see you guys frolicking and making out or doing whatever the hell same side sitters do. Enjoy your meal. Move on with your life. No one wants to see that same size sitting bullshit. All right. Well, those are a bunch of things off the top of my head just now that I could think of, of what not to do when you visit a bar and a restaurant. There's a whole shitload more. And if you ever have a friend who works in the hospitality industry, just ask them. They'll tell you what drives them nuts and what not to do. All right. And don't be like the wannabe food critic who has to write on Yelp. Okay. Yelp's the biggest piece of bullshit I've ever seen in my life. They will actually offer restaurants and businesses to add stars to their rating if they get paid, if they pay Yelp money. It's a total scam. It's bullshit. Don't buy into Yelp. Second, if you're a wannabe food critic, I mean, who really goes home and writes a review? Oh my God, it was so bad. I have to write something about it. Like if you've written more than five, reviews in your life on Yelp about restaurants or like one subject, you're a fucking loser. All right. No one wants to hear your opinion. It's irrelevant. No one cares. Start a food blog. You know, it's easy. You could probably make, and you'll make money off of it. Make a lot of money blogging, starting the blog. No one cares about your Yelp review. All right. And if you've written more than five, you're a total loser. You, you need to find something else to do with your life. Like Yelp isn't a hobby. It, it's, it's supposed to be for reviews, like serious reviews. Not every time something doesn't go your little entitled ass's way. You know, you get a little mad because no one's ever told you no in your life. But all of a sudden, this person at this place did tell you no. So now you have to write a long ass review. And if you are going to write a review, short and sweet, man. No one wants to read read a five page thesis. All right. Explaining what was wrong with the restaurant. Just, you know, simple beginning, middle end, facts, plot, story over. But yeah. Stay off the reviews. No one gives a shit. Don't be that loser who gets pissed and writes 100 reviews about a place and then calls people out. You're just a scumbag. Stay off of Yelp. No one gives a shit about your opinion. Go fuck yourself. So that is what I think of restaurant customers. What to do and what not to do. You know, there is etiquette. I'm going to start an app called Vent, I think. Vent would be a good name. If anyone else has a better name for it, hit me up. But we, you can work with me on starting an app for 
you know, restaurant, retail, whatever, employees to vent about their customers. It's like an anti-Yelp, you know? You can write things that customers do and put their names out there about how shitty of a customer they are, how bad they tipped, how ignorant they were, how obnoxious they were. And we'll have a whole app to go against Yelp where we can all put stuff out there about people who piss us off. Don't find yourself on vent because it's going to happen. I'm going to make it. Anyone out there who knows how to make apps, contact me. Got an idea. It's an anti-Yelp app. It's a customer review website where people can review customers instead of vice versa for once. So that's about what I got for now. I want to thank you again for checking out the Joey P show. It's always cool to sit here and rant and talk off the top of my head. Please don't take things personal. Just what I think. Who cares? Just a guy talking, you know, check us out at veilofreality.com or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play or Stitcher. All right. You guys have a great, great night. Have a great week. Have a great life. Stay off of Yelp. Don't be that guy or girl douchebag in the restaurant and just enjoy your life. All right. Later. Later.